get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the calls. Others, they can dial in the 602 753 1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I know that no matter what time of day, Power Start Your Day is going to have some relevant information that you can use to build your wealth. I'm very excited to be here as we're continuing to chat about um, the science of success. And, you know, we went through Newton Laws 1, 2, and 3 in our part episodes, and today we're going to talk about a very, very important law, and it is, it is so relevant to the command, to what God told us to do in the book of Genesis about how to be fruitful and to multiply. And so many people are searching for success, and success is meaning that you are bringing forth fruit from your life. It doesn't necessarily mean a boatload of money, but I am going to tell you something. If you continue to bring forth fruit from the seed of life, then you will eventually be successful if the seed comes from our source, our creator, God of all gods who created the universe. the heavens and earth. Listen, I got a few scriptures for you because we're going to be talking about the law of the seed. And I want you to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 10 through 11. And I'm going to cross-reference into Genesis 8 and 22, okay? I'm going to, I'm going to just hop on over there so you can understand that God has not changed the principle of how to be successful. And I'm also going to take you into Haggai chapter 1, starting at verse 6. So, again, I'm going to remind you of 2 Corinthians 9, 10 through 11. I'm going to give you a reminder here in Genesis 8 and 22, and I'm going to also take you to Haggai chapter 1, starting at verse 6. So you say, why? Because... This principle helped me create and continue to create not only great relationships, a lot of resources helped me become resourceful, but this principle helped me clearly 
and distinctly know where to sow as well as, as help me identify where not to sow. And it's helped me extract the weeds from my life. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you know anything about gardening, you ain't doing that much with weeds. And some of us are living in a jungle of weeds, and we're wondering why our harvest is not coming forth. Let's go to the Lord together as we pray. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad, rejoice, we're here in the land of the living Heavenly Father, you are just so amazing. The instructions that you left us before we leave this earth and return back to you are just so simple. You've given us specific principles and laws. And today we're asking and seeking for clarity about this particular law, the law of the seed. You're straightforward about it. In almost every translation, the law of the seed is just straightforward, but help us, oh dear Lord, remove the blocks that hinders us from not only understanding, but obeying the law of the seed. Help us purify our hearts and clean our hands that we'll become more generous in this area, as well as we will gain wisdom as to where seeds should be sown in order to reap the harvest that you intended for us, your will and your way. Lord, as we are grateful to go down this journey, we know that we can't do it alone. So Holy Spirit, have your way here. Power start your day and in every area of our life for those who have the ears to hear and the wisdom to follow what you told them to do. Teach, guide, direct, and correct us on this law concerning the seed. As we are declaring and decreeing today a new day that we will do and live our life the kingdom way. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to hop in because it's a lot of word comes out of this. Seed, seeding, and it's what everything derives from. It has a source, and we want to call it a seed. Second Corinthians nine ten through eleven says, "He who supplies seed to the sower." And bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched every way to be generous in every way which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. Now, if you 
read this, God is saying, listen. And the apostle Paul breaks this down. He's like, listen, he's given seed. He's already supplied us with seed for bread and food and to supply and multiply the seed for sowing. He gives us the seed to sow, not to eat the seed. The harvest. You can eat from the harvest, but you should not be eating the seed. This is why many people have challenges with scaling their business or even getting their business off the ground. He said he gives you the seed for sowing an increase of the harvest of your righteousness. Do good. To do things that are not only good, but are good for others too. And then you'll be enriched in every way. And now you'll be generous. You'll be thinking like Christ. And you'll now start giving thanksgiving to God. Now, I want to go to eight Genesis 8 and 22, because just in case this, you can go back and read it on your own because I want to hop into the lesson. I want you to come and I want to talk to you, because many of us have been given seed, and we either eat the seed or we throw the seed on unfertile ground, meaning put it somewhere that there is no return on that investment or no return. Remember, we talked about it with um, investments in, the, in Ecclesiastes. Go back to Ecclesiastes 11, 1 through 2. Go back there and you can read. But we've been breaking it down for you. And then now I want you to look at Genesis 8, 22, because this was after Noah did what God told him to do. And, and then now Noah um, here, he, he, he produced and God loved it. He said, yeah, this is all good right here. And so then now this is what God says here. In Genesis 8:22, so meaning that there's already been forefathers, and we know that we have the forefathers who've laid down foundations, who've done things for God, and God says, "Yes, you know what I mean. Because you've done this, I'll do this for the earth. I'll do this for your people." And and we're talking about even before Jesus, fully God, became fully man to die for us. Now look at what happened. In Genesis 8:22. Now I'm not taking you all the way to church. I don't know. I'm taking you wherever you need to go so you can understand the law of the seed. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this because many of us are using seed in an unrighteous way, meaning the way that you will gain access to your rights as a kingdom builder. We're not talking about being nice. We're talking about using the resources that God gave you the way that he already laid out so that now he has to say, let me open this next level to you. Let me open this next door to you. Remember, he's God. He can't go and change his mind. So he says this, while the earth remains. So now, mind you now, and give no time limit how long this is, so I would encourage you to get to working. While the earth remains, Seed time and harvest. 
cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So he said, as long as the earth remains, somebody is going to be in harvest time, but it got to go from seed time and then harvest. So there's a time for everything under the sun. Go back to King Solomon and Ecclesiastes. He tells us about this. But this is, I'm, I'm sharing with you guys because, you know, we just launched my site and I've never really heard becoming successful broken down like this. And I am telling you, I am honored that God has just given me uh, the access to share it with you in such a way. I want you to go to Haggai 1, 6, 11, and then we're going to talk. Today was just all about the word because Opinion can do whatever, can do whatever, but I'm giving you the law. So this means it doesn't matter if you're coming straight out of the gutter. It doesn't matter if your life has been looking like Hades on earth right now. You can use these laws, and now you can get the come up. I want you to know, but it has to be lining up with God's way. What I've been finding that he's not playing right now in the earth. Like if it ain't his way, He'll let people get but so far, and then it's blowing up in their face. So this is what I'm sharing with you. Just do it his way, and, 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 and he has to deliver. He has to deliver. Now let's go to Haggai 1, 6, 3, 11, and then we're going to hop into the conversation. It says, this is the Bible now. This is the word. This is not me, because I want you to ask yourself, does this kind of do something to you because said, okay, I'm already given you a seed. Like you are from the highest seed ever. You're made in the likeness of the image of God. So that's, you are a seed. You come from the likeness of the image of God. And he says, now, this is some people that say, I've been doing a lot of work and it still is not working. You've sown much and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You clothe yourself, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages does so to put them into bags with says the Lord of hosts. Consider your ways. Go up to the hills and bring wood and build the house that I may take pleasure in it and that I may be glorified, says the Lord. You looked for much and behold, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why? Declares the Lord of hosts. Because of my house that lies in ruins. While each of you busies himself with his own house, therefore the heavens above, you have withheld the dew. And the earth has withheld its produce. 
when I started studying, studying the law of the seed many years ago, and I began to understand that all of the scripture that I gave you, I'm going to break it down like baby food. Now, remember, I told you this is the science of success. So, but I was like, hey, I'm not the techie person. I got to just say, okay, so simplify this for me, Holy Spirit. And then he gave me this line because I'm not that smart, definitely not smart. And he says, my whole body is going in the chills. So only what you want to grow. And don't sow seed to grow weed. He broke it all down like that. Okay, so so when that happened, you got you start reverse engineering success. And so if you're going to sow in what you want to grow, if you want your time or your experiences with God to grow, you sow more time. Because remember, time is a seed. Sow time. You want your business to grow, you sow time. When people say, I don't have time to build a business, but you want the business to produce a harvest? I don't have time to help people, but you want people to invest with you so your business can grow. I don't have time to serve, but you want the harvest of serving to come down your lane. So let's talk about now with money. If you want money to grow, you don't put it in a bag with holes. You don't put it somewhere where it's not coming back to you. So if you say you put it together, I want my business to grow. I want more clients. I want more business partners, what have you. When you earn money from a business or from a job or from wherever you get the money, the money is a seed. Money is also a seed. So now you got the money and do you say, I want more business partners and customers. So do the money go towards getting new business partners first? I mean, obviously, not first. Let me tell you, where it goes there first? Where it goes there first? Where should the money go first? Let me tell you where I figured. I said, wait a minute. I want more business partners and I want more business, but wait a minute, who gave me the seed? Oh, God, this here comes a blues clues moment. Oh, God gave me the seed. Wait a minute. So I sow the seed back to who gave me the seed, and then now the rest of the seed, I've used that, and I sow to where I want what I want to grow. And then when that grows, I do that again, and then now here comes a whole factory of creating and producing. I'm going to tell you something. This is why the only fear I have is the fear of the Lord. I have no fear when it comes to money, businesses, and things like that, because when you use these principles, you can use them anywhere and grow and do anything anywhere. If you're doing it with the right intention, 
And you take the seed that God gives you and you say, I'm going to sow it back into his kingdom. And you say, who is his kingdom? His people. His people. His people. How can it not be his people when that's the highest creation? God does not need the money in heaven. You say, well, no, I sold it into the church. Well, you sold it into the church so that they can use it to bless people or create an opportunity where you have a place to go in and worship or what have you. But I'm telling you right now, the Holy Spirit told me, and that does it. The kingdom are people. You are the church. So you sow it into people. And then now more people come, and then more people come, and then more money comes, and then you keep sowing it into his people. Then more money comes. So people want to know, and it says you, you can be, God, when you get this, it says it in the word, when you get this, you'll be generous in every way. Now, there's some people who would say, God got everything. He don't need none of my money. So they take that same thing in that if somebody has more than them, that's not where they sow. They will die before they give somebody who they feel got more than them some money for anything. I learned from mentors a long time ago. You go and you sit down to eat. With the mentor, somebody who has more than you, and they literally are just having conversation because I've learned the most during casual conversations. And they're talking to you and they're breaking down some stuff for you. And you, when the check comes, you looking at them. Trust me, they always took note that you don't know the law of the seed. He said, Well, I don't have any money. It's about the gesture. Even if you say, look, guys, thank you so much, but here is the tip. So I got, they will know. People don't get massively successful without some sort of intuition. And more than likely, they've been there before. But when a person don't know the law of the sea, this is why sometimes I will so, 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 and then when I see something turning into weed, I stopped sowing immediately because of the law of the seed, not because I'm trying to be mean or what have you. I don't know. I don't want more weeds to grow. I want fruit in my harvest. But that fruit can be multiplied. Who wants to multiply weeds? I silently excuse myself. Wherever the garden now produced more weeds. What farmer, which, by the way, that's where the original tithing came from, the farmer would take a tenth of not the seed. They would take a tenth of the harvest. And give it back to the store. Then you got 90% to work with. So when people want to know, well, why in the world would you even start doing tithing off of everything. No, my, I got to pay my bills. Wait a minute. How many people that don't understand the power and the principle and law of 
seed time, harvest time, start running out of money to pay their bills, and they end up going to the church to look for money or go to other people who have money to look for money. Nobody is going to just say it like this. You know, I can say it like this because at the end of this, I'm not asking you to send me an offering. As a matter of fact, at the end of this, I'm going to be giving away something. This is going to blow some people's mind because there are some people who literally, they, just because I said, hey, I'm watching a website, it's going to be a place where people are able to learn about wealth the way God taught me, and I know that God is taking me to another dimension. He's doing something right now. And I said, okay, well, they came here, and the Holy Spirit told me I only give. I'm a cheerful giver, so I only give what, what he tells me to do. And I know that when we come on the thousandth episode, there's something going to happen very special on the thousandth episode of Power Start Your Day. I know there's something that's happening, and he keeps bringing this thousandth episode. And let me tell you something. There's been some milestones of hundreds that I will even forget that it's coming up. But this thousandth episode, so he told me that I got to sow $1,000 back into the listeners and back into people who did basic instruction. And I saw one. Let me see here. I saw one, but I got to go back in here. There was um, there was Oh my gosh, so many, so many, so many people who opted in on yesterday from the site. And um, I'm going to do three, four, God, one, four, our Savior. One for the Holy Spirit. Three, three, three. I'm going to, for three people, it's going to be $333 to each of those. And God has me giving it to Jada Quinn, three, three, three. Andriana Austin and Yesenia McArthur, three, three, three. Three. Three, three, three. Three hundred and thirty-three dollars is gonna to go to those three women. I thank you and I just need you guys to understand this is a seed that I'm sowing into your life. So you can understand that the righteousness and one of the ways to access righteousness is just obedience. Something that God tells you to do. And you just do it. And I'm going to tell you something. I gave you some scriptures, and I encourage you to go look at it and then take a look at your life right now. And any place that you feel you just don't have enough, any place you just feel that it's just not working, any place that you're just exhausted, I have had to do these assessments, and I had realized that some places in my life was just too heavy with weeds. As the people in my life that even looked like they were a flower or even looked like it was fruit. And I had to just say, you know what? 
Lord, I, I can't go back. I started in, in areas that I have discipline. I'm always working. My heart sometimes would be pulling and tugging. And, and I said, I got to apply the law. Anytime I get confused, anytime life gets to be like you go to scratching your head, if you go back to the law, just like you can go back to the laws that we just shared of, of Newton in motion, and it lined up perfectly with what God says in his word, that faith without works is dead, and we can put that together. And then now we start talking about the law of the seed, and I began to say, I have to go back many times and say, please, that was this hairstylist that was like overworked and went from a family of three to a family of six overnight, and I'm like, the world is shutting down careers and businesses, and one of them was the one that we used to feed our family that we were depending on. And, and I began to start sowing seeds, so much so that at first I didn't tell Robert how much of the household income I was sowing into the church. And then I started going beyond that. I started going beyond what that 10% was, and then things started, like, opening up, and, and it's, it was, like, miraculous. It was. It was miraculous to me because I just couldn't even understand it. And then opportunities started happening, like, random. Like, I the Bronner Brothers show from a, it seemed like an accident, like a call where when we, for one of my clients, I purchased some expensive hair, and it matted up on the client's head, and I had to do a whole $500 restall over. And that conversation led me to the Bronner Brothers show in August of 2008, and it led me to my first million. But I was like, was that really how it happened? No, I remember that I had been going to Midday Bible studies with the mothers and the deacons early, like on the 11 o'clock on a Tuesday, and I was there. And then I remember that I would still show up. If I didn't, I would try to finish my clients early to show up on Wednesday. And then I realized I was still showing up on Sunday. So by this time, it was three days I was literally not only immersed in the Word, but I would try to do what the Word said. Because I wasn't all of that fancy. It just said, hey, be doers versus hearers, and I kind of can relate to that as being a hairstylist. There's no way I could have just kept reading the, the, the textbook and not actually doing someone's hair to expect to be paid. And I used that same principle, and I worked, even though I didn't use the excuse, I'm, I'm busy, I'm at the salon or whatever, I was still on every call. I figured out a way how I could listen into who was already more successful than me, and I would do what they said. And they said, talk to anybody who was in a three-foot radius. Well, now we have people that are closer than that to you because you got a phone and, and, and you're watching all these thousands and thousands of people on social media, but we won't reach out. We have all these people in our phones, but we won't reach out. So I just did what they told me to do. And I just said a simple line, who do you know with? And it was whatever the problem was. And I let them know I had the solution. I just tried it. I didn't know what in the world was I saying. And when I realized they kept saying, me, 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 I said, oh, I got something here. Hold on a second. First four years took me to my first seven figures. But what? guess what? As my business scaled, I stuck with the plan of the law of the seed. 
Then it started being so big, and I'm saying, wow, well, where is all that money? Let me, let me start showing it to people that I see and I know and whatever. Let me start showing it into other people's life and start filling up deficits in other people's life. Let me start doing that. And let me just be grateful for even the rough times and the good times. Can I be grateful at any time? Look at the book of Haggai. Can I be grateful at any time? When people were coming up against me, sadly in back, can I find still something to be grateful for? So I started learning and saying, hey, I'm grateful that now I know who that is. I'm grateful that now at least I can see them. I'm grateful that now I know it's the new season. And I've been using this law of the seed, and it has just grown and grown and grown. To where now people are call me and say, hey, have an opportunity. It can make you millions. These ain't no play, play folks. And so many times they say, I just love your heart. I just love how you just always been given. I've been watching you for years or whatever. And, you know, something happened and I just thought about you. Like you were the first person that popped in my mind. No, God put me on their mind. The law of the seed would change your life drastically. If you're one that you only want to give and you say, ah, they got more than me over there. They don't need this. Wrong. You sow what you want to grow. You sow what you want to grow. That's the reason that people are not realizing that freedom ain't free. So you're trying to create and you're trying to create and experience financial freedom for free. Anything that's free, that's all you want, but you're looking for financial freedom. Just remember, if it was free for you, it cost someone something. So that person may be paying it forward, so the least you can do is whatever you got, you pay it forward to. Freedom has never been. It will never be free. It always costs someone something. I want us to go in Power Moves Group and let's talk. The law of the seed is something I'm very passionate about, obviously. Maybe I'm passionate about it because when I thought there was no way and I started operating in just one of these laws, I'm sharing them with you, but the law of the seed was one that had done some bananas. It, It gave me more faith. Tell people sometimes in interviews, they say, well, how did you become just so like crazy about God? I said, because I tried his word and it worked. And I just kept going back for more. Mm. Listen, I love you. I want you to go today and identify your relationship with the law of seed. What areas do you need more fruit? And start sowing in that area. If you say, I got stinking thinking, start sowing into your mindset. We're going to be starting a new book, No Excuses, by Dr. Wayne Dyer in the book club. No Excuses is going to help you understand that you got to sow more seeds. Sow what you want to grow and don't sow seed to grow weeds. Love you. Take care.